to the One 101 Podcast. On this show, we break down high-performing strategies, influential interviews, and try to develop discipline, mindset, and character traits. Please welcome your mostly Latino, somewhat literate host, Juan Guadarrama. But, um, Ooh. yeah, so I'm about to get a car soon, though, because I'm like, I just Uber. Is that expensive? Ubering? Yeah. Or getting a car? I mean, both. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, the Ubering's expensive, but I, so, like, when I started doing it, I was like, all right, I need to do this because I don't, I don't have the money at the time, like, a few years ago to get a car, so, like, I got to get around. And getting to here, like, you can't take the bus, or, like, it's, it, it's not practical. Oh. You got to take, like, three buses from it. Yeah. You got to go, like, down almost towards East L.A., then take a bus here. So I'm like, yo, it's going to take, like, an hour to get here. Like, fuck that. Uh, how, <laughs> how long ago did you come from the East Coast? Where are you from in the East Coast? Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, yeah I went to school in New York. Um, I came here in 2000 and... I might come here. 2016, yeah. Because I graduated from college in 2016. Yeah. And then I, I worked for, like, five months, four or five months a summer at Chipotle. Oh, it was a regular job? a regular job. Really I didn't job. know what I wanted to do. And, well, I'd already been doing a little bit of coaching in college. And I was, like, I was always very hesitant to get into coaching for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Uh, but then I was, like, all right. My girl was out here because she went to the school Occidental in Igor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, like, all right, I'm going to come visit L.A. And... Uh, I was like, yo, it's dope out here. I really like it. Like, LA is just so different, and I like there's a lot of things I like really like about it. So I was like, I'm gonna move out here, I think. Yeah. And I did that in college, and then afterwards, I graduated, I worked, and I just came out here with a bag. Yeah. Basically. Oh, tight. I came out here just like a few grand. I'm gonna make it. In a backpack. Yeah, that was basically my. That it. was basically. It was literally like, yo, you gotta sink or swim. And like, I don't really come from a background where I was like, like, I could go home, but I can't go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's nothing for me there, you know? Yeah. Like, my mom can't barely like like take care of herself she can't take care of me you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. so it's like yo you need to figure out a way to like get your shit together yeah. and when that, that was pretty much it like i just was like i started working actually just at a regular at a regular gym like the first week i applied to like 12 gyms and then like i just started working at 24 that was like my first oh, my yeah, first yeah. legit training job and it was terrible <laughs> and you learn it's sales I learned sales, yeah. You're like, and no, I was this like, this is, is not for me. Job, yeah, legit. Dude. And I noticed, like, the dude who was the best salesman was fucking, uh, he was like, he was a car, he was a previous car salesman. Oh, and I was yeah. like, yeah, this dude's ranking, like, making bank. And I'm like, how is he making so much money? He's not a good trainer. Yeah. Like, he's not a good coach. He doesn't know shit. And I was like, yeah. oh, because he knows how to sell, like, really well. Like, he knows how to manipulate people. That's yeah. why. My first training job was the same. Uh, and I fucking hated it. Like, manager coming in, coming coming in on me hey you got to resell this package i'm like yo i'm not i'm not doing this primarily to make money yeah 100%. Like, i like to train yeah exactly. i'm just a fucking meathead yeah um we were recording the whole time by the way oh, that's we'll, fine. we'll that's do cool. an intro now i guess yeah, yeah that's uh, cool. we're sitting in the car <laughs> by the way every time i do a podcast it's it's a fucking interesting environment like this yeah. and i've done a lot of them in the car because it's a quiet space we're both in gyms. Yeah. It's like the only, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> you there, know what I mean? I'm, I'm chilly uh, and it's fucking raining. The coronavirus <laughs> is full on fledge. But I think what you've noticed and what I've noticed, the people that come to our gyms don't care. Yeah, literally, it's their <laughs> do last. Not they not care. Do not give a Actually, they're probably going to be training more because there's nothing else to do. I, is, I just <laughs> thought of that, which I'm like, uh, like oh, double days every day, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Stanley, how do you say your last name? Don't want to mess it up. Uh, Merklin. Just as is. Yeah. All right, tight. <laughs> um, Stanley's a trainer. 
Uh, is, is that the appropriate title for you? I'd say trainer or coach. Coach, yeah, yeah I go yeah. coach. Coach, for too. Coach, I get it. Yeah. annoying when people say trainer. Yeah, because I feel like it's for me, it's more it's than bigger. Just, yeah, it's way it's more bigger. important, you know? Like, I'm trying to be more Trainers of a mentor. Trainer 24 hour fitness. Exactly, you know? Like, I'm trying to change get your the life, fuck bro. Out of here. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to be like, yo, here's a program. I'll see you next week, bro. Yeah. You know, like, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, so I have a hard time doing online program because of that. Like, I. Yeah. It's hard. It is very hard. Like, I want to see you. Let me talk to you. Where you at? It's very hard. And I feel like you only can do. I feel like online coaching is only successful with a certain type of person that person yeah the it person's already be. going yeah you know uh well, all right so let's go back a couple steps um <laughs> you said you did not want to be a co- become a coach or for a couple reasons what, yeah. what, what are those reasons i guess for like for me especially i don't know so i've been training for a very long time you know yeah. involved with like strength training for a minute since i was like 14 or 15 why well, how? Was, how? Uh, so the story of me getting into lifting is kind of weird. <laughs> kind of like one of those like meant to be type stories. But I was always into athletics, always yeah. into playing play? sports. Uh, basketball was like my first, like, yeah. my main thing. Like I wanted, I like wanted to go to the NBA. I was that yeah, kid. Yeah. I was like, yo, I have a hoop dream. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it through playing basketball. Yeah. Then I realized, like, no, you're not. You're not that nice. Yeah. And uh, I was really tall, really young. So I was like six two yeah, almost yeah. in middle school. So they were like, yo, you're going to be like, they, so I always was playing like, like centers and forwards. Yeah. And then I stopped growing. So I had like the skills of like a big man at only six, oh. two, six, three. Oh yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck, I have no handles. Yeah. And, uh, so then I was like, all right, this, this basketball thing is not going to work out. But somewhere along the line, like, so what really happened is I started lifting like my sophomore year of, of high school. But what really got me into training was I always have also been always into art a lot yeah. and always into like drawing the like human body and shit. Oh, I was always into like comic books uh, and like all you know the classic thing yeah, like yeah. what most little boys are exposed to you know yeah. like exaggerating pictures and like toys and action figures and stuff. Uh, I was like muscles, yeah I was just really titties, into that yeah like, exactly you know like <laughs> I had a manga book I was into like drawing like that sort of style but I was just really into like drawing the, just the human body and how it could look and then one day I was at a store and I found a the Arnold Schwarzenegger Encyclopedia Bodybuilding, yeah. like, ripped up the binding on, all yeah. out of order, on top of a trash can. And I was no. like, yo, what's this? And I was waiting for my mom, actually. I was like, yo, what's this? And I was like, yo, this is crazy. Because yeah. I'd never really seen bodybuilding, really knew anything about it. I was like, yo, people can look like this? Like, yeah. this is fucking wild. Yeah. Like, is it cool if I curse? Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cool. I, uh, I'm like, yo, this is wild. Like, I didn't know, like, the human body could look this way. And for me, that was, like, the first intro. It was like, okay, like, I want to look this way. Like, yeah. I want to make myself, like, my I think my every, every boy's dream is, like, yo, I want to be jacked as fuck. <laughs> like, my <laughs> story of that is, like, Rocky and Sylvester Stallone. Word. Right? And, like, I would watch that movie and be inspired for the whole year. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, legit. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so that was just, like, all right. Like, I want to start doing this, like, lifting weights thing. And that was pretty much it. My mom bought me, like, a, a weightlifting set when I was, like, 15, and I just would work out in my garage. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I, I, that, that book was, like, my intro to, like, what yeah. I thought at the Which time was not, legitimate knowledge. Yeah, it's you not know? a it's bad not it's, start. Yeah, you could yeah. have had a worse start than that. No, no, for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, I was also at the time, you know, because it was, like, the early 2000s, so I was definitely still, like, my mom would never buy me Flex Magazine. She's like, yo, that shit's too expensive. You're not getting that. Yeah. So I would just stand there in the store reading them. And, yeah. like, that was, like, at the time, it, it's just crazy how much different stuff's changed, like, in the last 10 yeah. years. Right now, just, there's you know, almost too much. Oh, yeah. It's the opposite like, end of the spectrum. Too much. You know? There's it's so too much. much knowledge, you gotta you know? skip all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Um, but, yeah, that was my intro intro to training. To Did you uh, get to lift while you were playing basketball? Because I played soccer, so I didn't start lifting until way later. Because all we were expected to do is run, yep. you know? Like, not totally. I'm like pissed. Yeah. So every time I see soccer players, I'm like, come over here. Trust me. Yeah, you will come get better. Come lift. Yeah, we'll make At you a better Yeah, we'll make you a better At least come squat. Yeah, for <laughs> Just sure. Just give me that. Undoubtedly, yeah. 
yes and no. I mean, like, I went to a prep school. So yeah. I was very fortunate to go. I had a scholarship to, like, a prep school in Massachusetts. And, like, so we had pretty good, like, sports teams, especially because we recruited kids. Yeah. And we had, like, repeat and postgraduates. So we had dudes, you know, who had already graduated high school, didn't get the looks they wanted, oh, that so would, would come back into a 13th year. Yeah. Basically grown-ass men just wrecking little kids, basically. Oh. And then they got the looks they wanted, usually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all went to, like, a D1 school, like, that through that extra year. So we had pretty good sports teams. So, like... uh but, like, the, the strength coaches were, like, idiots, uh, yeah. you know? Uh, but we didn't lift that much for basketball. I was lifting on my own, though. Like, yeah. I, I lifted because I just wanted to. Did you have any other homies that would lift with you? Yeah, my friends who I used to play basketball with used to lift, you know, just, like, bros. You know, they were always, like, yo, come yeah. to the weight room, come to the weight room. And at first, it's funny because the weight room was a place that, like, so we had two gyms in my high school, like, the dungeon, like, yeah. football weight room that was under, actually, the girls' dorm. Because it was like a prep school, like yeah. a boarding school. And then the other gym that was above the basketball courts that was like the cardio machine room. And uh-huh. I would just chill in the cardio machine room. And I remember all I would do when I played basketball was calf raises, uh-huh. uh, oh, leg press, because I want to dunk. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, I just want to dunk. And I just wanted to have like nice arms. So yeah. I would just do like curls, tricep extensions, and like just calf raises and leg yeah, press. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Uh, but then my friends took me to the gym, gym and like, I remember the very first time I ever bench was on an incline, ever. I was, like, 15. Yeah. And they're like, yo, try this. And, I, like, it was 135. And, like, I actually hit it for a few reps. And they're like, yo, you're actually kind of strong, bro, like, for yeah. never lifting. And then from there, it was just like, oh, this place is pretty cool. Like, it's not as scary as I thought. Like, I'm going to start coming here. But then I started getting into football. Uh-huh. And then you lifted for real. Yeah. But the football was, like, it was funny because I got into football to lift more. Because I realized, like, oh. yo, the football team has special access to the weight room. I want to yeah. lift, like, whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And they can I'm do that, you know? I always get bugged that, like, they would never let us in there. I'm like, yo, that shit looks like fun. Let, let me fucking be in there. Like, no, no, you got to go run. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but now, looking back, realizing, like, dude, this, this fucking sucks. But it does give me the lens of uh, having that lens to help younger cats, right? No, I think that's, that I think that's, that's like, our primary goal like mm-hmm. damn everything that i missed out on i do not want any of you fucking to miss out on it oh for sure you know yeah most definitely um tight so uh did you go to college yeah, did I, did. You, I think i read or somewhere you yeah, studied kin uh yeah well, exercise physiology okay but yeah so a little different than so did you what did you want to do with that and <laughs> did you get sidetracked with that or is it was that a full full, nah. full on purpose uh, so, I mean, like, I went there, I have a lot, like, a very diverse interest, you know? Uh-huh. Like, it's funny, because I always say, like, uh, I really love lifting, but it's, like, not my personal identity, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just, like, a, a part of something that I love to do, you know? And yeah. it's up there with, like, probably one of the biggest thing that I do with, like, a passion, you know? But, uh... I had, like, a huge spectrum of, of, like, what I wanted to do when I went into college, and I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I just knew that, like... I don't know. Like, a lot of the things I wanted to study seemed like they would be even more difficult to get jobs in. You know, like, I was really interested in social sciences and yeah. art and stuff, actually. But I was like, I don't know if I want to take that route because even though I find that stuff fascinating, I feel like it's going to be even harder to get a job when I graduate. Yeah. And I was the first person in my family to go to college. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I need to make the best choices, like... What, in this city area? Uh, I'm basically part black, part Latino, and part white. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, all right, I need to, like, make the most of this. And not that I wouldn't have been making the most of it, but I was like, the financial aspect was, like, always on my mind. Like, yeah. I need a job that I can go out and potentially make money yeah, from. That so pressure, that, like, you know? I'm first-gen, first too. Yeah. But that pressure of, like, yo, you got to get a job. You went to school. Yeah, exactly. You got to go get a real job. Exactly. I mean, like, uh... You know? So, like, 
I don't know, like, I kind of pushed myself a little bit more towards the harder sciences or just, like, you know, like, away from the soft sciences. Yeah. I was like, all right, maybe there's more opportunity in these fields. Yeah. And I took an ex-phys class, just intro to ex-phys, and at the time, I was really getting into lifting. Like, I'd been lifting, like, four years at that yeah, point, yeah. and I was like, no, I was still in that noob, like, yeah. like honeymoon phase on this moment where I was like, yo, I love lifting. All I do is think about lifting. Like, I can't wait to go to the gym, yeah. all that shit. And, like, uh... I like to rest now. <laughs> yeah, no, legit. Literally, like, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I'm in the opposite perspective. Oh. You know, I get these young dudes, and I'm like, yo, I remember when I was you. You chill, know, when I just, I'm like, yo, yeah, exactly. it's a long journey. But uh, like, honestly, right away when I took that X Fist class, I'm like, yo, this is what I want to do. Like, I love learning about the human body. I love learning more on a deeper level of what happens when you train, how mm-hmm. I can train better. So that was like automatically, I was like, all right, I think this is what I'm gonna do. Like my first, like my first semester, I took that class and I was like 90% sure that's what I'm gonna do. And at the end of the year, I declared that was my major. And from there, it was just like I didn't really get sidetracked. I just, I just, yeah, I, I did my degree in four years, and I just, that's all. I, I mean, I studied other stuff too because I went to a liberal arts school. Yeah. So I had to study other things. You like, you're like a creative. You like to create. Oh, for sure. Shit. And I think that like. I find that creative outlet too with, like with training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like it's I it's would, an expression of self. Yeah, like that's why I love programming, you know? Yeah. It's just a puzzle. Uh, that, that's I, why I that's love so funny. You know? I always talk about programming as your ability to show your swag. Yeah. And your style. For sure, yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, definitely. Yeah, totally. And you can kind of tell. <laughs> I don't know if you do this, but I judge people on how they how they program. Oh, for sure. I'm like, what are you doing? You're yeah. fucking a square, dude. <laughs> You know, no, it's very true. It's definitely true. <laughs> or like, you can tell a lot when about you someone. see some good shit, you recognize that it's some good shit, and you're like, "Oh damn, that's yeah, clever." This dude knows what's up, bro. He, what's knows, he knows. He knows. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, that's totally. funny. Uh, all right, so you come out here, you're working at 24 Hour Fitness. What happens next? Oh well, that was just a whole thing, bro. Like, just how long li- ago was that? That was like four years ago. Okay, like so my, not, not, not that long not that ago. long ago, but I felt totally like now. so. I'm 20. How old am I? 26. Oh shit. Nice. Yeah, I just turned 26 yeah, last yeah. month. So, like, yeah, I mean, I came out here, like, f- like basically fresh off the plane, bro. Like, no connections except for my girlfriend. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't know what I was going to do. It's like I said, I put myself in that situation. Like, yo, you got to sink or swim right now. Uh-huh. You know, because you have X amount of money. It's going to run out soon. You don't have a job. And I had lived on the street where at the end there was this Chipotle. And uh-huh. like my backup was, like, if I have to, I can oh, just no, transfer it. there. Yeah. But I didn't want to. And I luckily never had to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I just came out here. I started working for 24. It was miserable. It was a struggle. Honestly, I did not enjoy any of it because I realized, like you said, it was a sales job. You know, yeah. I, was like, I didn't sign up for a sales job. I signed up to train, trying up to coach people. And I just also realized the demographic for, like, general population was, like, not necessarily, I feel like, where I could be used my personal... You needed your environment. I needed, I, needed, yeah, I needed a different demographic to work with, you know, because I'd always get people be like, yo, you're too big, bro. I don't want to look like you. Like, you know, yeah. those sort of comments, yeah, which yeah. was chill. It didn't really bother me. But also, too, just my clients weren't serious. Because for me, I'll take on almost any sort of client if I think I can help them. I just, the biggest, like, criteria for me is, like, I, I want you to be serious. Like, I need to know, like, you're willing. Yeah. To, like, you want to grow. You want to learn. You want to become better. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I'm not, another thing, too, is, like, I'm not a cheerleader type coach, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not here to be, I don't even necessarily, it's not that I don't want to motivate people but it's like i don't want to be yeah your cheerleader you know i don't want to be yeah. telling you you know we're I'm on rep 15 like I, you need to know what rep you're on you need to be at least that like that bare minimum of personal accountability yeah you know where i realize like most a lot of and a lot of general population people at box gyms i found were just like not they were just they just wanted someone to be there you know tell them what to do but that was it it was yeah. like very surface level you know what i mean yeah and so that kind of turned me off so then i started doing private training yeah. <laughs> real quick because uh outside I, I, of that yeah, uh, outside of that. Uh, yeah, so at yeah. the same time, to be honest. Yeah. I knew it wasn't it's supposed like, to. It's like the natural progression. Well, also, yeah. you're only getting a cut. Oh, I was getting 
destroyed. Like, like you getting twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. Yeah, and they were charging like eighty bucks an yeah, hour. So for me. Like, I was like, what? Yo, yeah, exactly. I was like, how much was the live, bro? I'm like, yo, the gym I know is all the this, pimp, and bro. I'm making and I'm making minimum wage. Exactly. So <laughs> the gym is the pimp. The gym is your pimp, bro. Literally, that's what I realized. I was like, yo, this is not cool. And I just like my, my perspective was like, all right, I'm not a I'm not a very like extroverted person. I'm like pretty quiet. I keep to myself. So like the sales thing is real difficult for me because mm-hmm. I would never work the floor. I would yeah. never work the floor. Like they'd hey, be like, what's up? Yeah, they'd be like, yo, you need to go work the floor. And I would just I don't even know what I would do. I would just somehow not do it. Yeah, I would not walk do around. it. I just I hated it because I was so bad at it and like it feels so fake. Though. It's so exactly. And I I'm like I'm I'm very much like the type of person where like I take things very literally, very seriously, and yeah. like I couldn't, I can't, like I'm a hard, it's hard for me to lie. Yeah, you know, so like for me to just I couldn't, I couldn't. It's so, it's so yeah. challenging for me. So like, what I decided was like, all right, I need to make money. I'm broke as fuck. Instead of me like trying to sell people on like, like I don't know some weird concept or something. Like I'm just gonna become so good at this that people are gonna want to train with me. Yeah, that I'm gonna become like you're going to notice me yeah. some way or another. So like what I started doing was. <laughs> Just because I didn't have any clients, I just had myself. So I would literally plot myself in the middle of the gym. And just fucking train. And just train. And eventually it worked because I got this dude who's my first client. Uh, shout out to Brian Ramirez. Probably yeah. if he remembers me, but he's like a, a tattoo artist here actually at Reservoir. Yeah. And he was That's just right. like, yo, bro, like, I know you can't do this, but like, I really like when I see you train the few people that you have. And when I see you train, I really want to work with you because my number hit me up. And that was my oh, first private client. And you're like, so yes, like, thank so God. It kind of worked. And that, that's always been my perspective and philosophy. Because he's a hustler, you know? too. He's oh, a similar boat. for sure. Yeah, he hustles like crazy. And he's super, super successful. Super successful. Um, so you recognize. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I was kind of hyped at like someone. And he had had other trainers, too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is cool that a dude who like has had multiple trainers in the past sees something in me. So actually, I really got to give him props for being one of the first people I feel like to like kind of see my potential. And he always told me that, too, when we would train. Um, and then from there, it just kind of, I started to meet more people, get a bigger network. And I met some people from Barbell mm-hmm. and they were basically like, yo, like, uh, you should, you should check out this spot called Barbell, you know? Yeah. And uh, they're like, you, if you like lifting heavy, if you're into strength sports, if you want to train seriously, you know, you yeah. should go check it out. And then I did and a lot, a Showed lot. Up, yeah. And like, yo, how do I work here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually I got offered a job here because oh, <laughs> they're like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? Cause I like, I kind of came out of nowhere, you know? Yeah. And like. I don't know, I just, I just kind of like, you know, I did the same thing. I was like, yo, you're going to notice me here one yeah. way or another. Like, I'm going to be like some random dude. And now it seen. feels like my environment. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I you're feel like, like I'm you, home you now. You can let me do my shit? I'm like, yo, I can deadlift without being yelled at? Like, yo, this is great. That's, you know? that's tight. Um, uh, let me ask you about this. I, yeah. I think I know the story. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just give a, a small story of how Barbell Brigade kind of came on the scene? Because uh, I think I just noticed, at, eventually at some point, I think everyone notices the the marketing and branding on the internet. And you're like, you can't really ignore yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. You know? Uh, what what? How did it kind of get created? Uh, so my understanding is that I want to say like eight years ago, Bart. Yeah. Bart Kwan. Uh, What's his background? So He's complex. He's yeah, tight. Bart does everything, you know? He's gangster. Bart kind of does everything, so... That's, uh, he's super tight. Yeah, he, he's like a man of many, many talents. And uh, so from what I understand, he just wanted to create a space where, like... Because he did martial arts and still does martial arts. Yeah. And, like, he noticed, like, the way people treated the dojo that he went to at the time was, like, very different than how people treated the general... Like, the 24 yeah. he went they to. They were training at 24, you know? right? Yeah, so, like, you know, they were like, yo, let's create a space, you know, where people can, like, do, you know, like train really hard you know but it's like they treat it like this is like their church you know this is like a sacred place and like create a dope environment 
uh, like for people to train at. And uh, yeah, I guess the rest is history from there. They started, I think, over somewhere in East LA, uh-huh. a smaller location. Are they and, from and, uh, here, from LA? Yeah, they're both from LA. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, born and raised, as far as I know. Um, yeah, and then they came over here to the larger location. I think it just became like, I don't know. I like, think based on that principle, yeah, it, it, it at its core, yeah. I think people can feel. You walk in and you oh, feel it. Oh, for sure. It, you know? Yeah, no, most definitely. Like whenever, whenever I get a chance, uh, we we come pretty often. Like on a holiday, mm-hmm. you know, when it's pretty low key over there. Like yo, let's 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 hit up this vibe because it's a super dope, super dope vibe. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. That's what I fell in love with too. Was just the environment. You know, I've yet to really find that in many other places, like replicated. You know. Yeah. It's, it's hard to it's hard to build. It's cool. I think right now there's a uh, a dope movement towards what i would call boutique gyms like this yeah uh with its like its own personality and i think people uh like the association of having a church to go to oh for sure especially with i know the internet kind of fucks people's mentality of like feeling connected or disconnected Mm -hmm. uh i I think it works well sometimes like literally our relationship has been on the internet yeah no, that's uh, true. and it's kind of built on you can also go down the negative way but I find it even at our gym that if you create something like that, it helps people so much. Oh, for sure. Changes people's lives. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah. Um, so what, what are the things that you, what does your day look like now? What are, what are the things that you get into? Do you just train clients here? Is is there classes here? So what what goes on in the gym? the, The, the whole training department here has been a work in progress. Uh, how many of, uh, you are there? Just two. Just two. Two, just two. two is the training department. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And for a while, it was just me. Yeah. So. And the yeah. staff has grown, huh? The staff has grown. Yeah, I think we have seven people at the front desk. Yeah. Plus Demi, who's the general manager. But I'm uh, the assistant manager now. Okay, tight. So I've been, like, doing some more managerial stuff, too, now. Uh, just learning how the gym runs. But primarily, coaching is still my number one yeah. priority. And, like, what I'm doing is still full-time. Uh, but for me, like, I do a lot of online coaching, actually. But mm-hmm. I, I do a lot of programming for members here. Okay. But I don't train them all. Yeah. I do do a lot of in-person coaching too, but I yeah. do more programming for people who are like looking to get into some sort of strength sport or yeah. already have a little bit of background in competing and want to try to go to like a more serious level, like yeah, national yeah. level or something. Um, so that's honestly like right now, like that's where I just came from right now. I just had to bang out three programs and I had to call a client who was in the Bay. Yeah. So like I spend a lot of time because I guess the thing I pride myself on with my online clients is like. Again, like I said, the reason I like being called a coach and not a trainer is because, like, I want this to be a mentorship. I'm trying to get people to to the point where, like, they don't necessarily need me, you know? Like, yeah. I want them to be, uh, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, I want you to know everything that I know. Because that's know? the only way you learn. I talk about this all the time. I'm like, if you need me, you're never going to be fully accountable to yourself. And yeah. you're going to count on me to hold your hand. Exactly. The whole way. Yeah. The only way that we've learned is because we've killed ourselves and made those mistakes yeah. or have been successful and said, oh, that thing worked or that thing didn't work and now I'm broken or oh, yeah. I pee hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, 100%. You know? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I do a lot of the online programming, but I also do in-person coaching here. Yeah. But that's becoming more of, like, a secondary thing just because going back to the demographic, too, like, um, like I want to work with, like, I primarily want to work with athletes who are want to get into strength sports. People who have an interest in getting into strength sports are already in them and want to go to, like, higher level. That's yeah. my, my thing is I want to help build, like, very successful athletes, like, from the ground up. You yeah. Know? Like, that's, to me, that's I, love find, that's I love fun. finding, like, people who I see potential in. They may not even see that potential themselves and, like, helping them get to the highest level they can be at. Yeah. Know? And that's a work in progress, too. Um, I just got kind of lucky, too, with the people that I've met here, you know, because it's yeah. kind of, like... 
It's a hub. People it's a hub. Yeah. So you know you're gonna find travel. those people. You know. Oh, so you guys have gangsters come through. Yeah. Like so you gangsters. find these people who are like who are just like freaks and they're world even really record know holder. Yeah. Like Steffi when Steffi oh, came, yeah, yeah, like sure. whoa, she's yeah. gangster. I was like Definitely. probably top three lifters just yeah. in general. Yeah, of all time, regardless of gender. Or yeah, anything. yeah, crazy. She fucking crushes us. And yeah, no, you're like half like, our size. Oh. God, dude, I'm gonna give up. I, I quit. know. There's I so quit. many. There's so many. I see every video every day. I'm like, oh, what's the time uh, Animal came too, right? Yeah, Animal. Like, I, yeah, like Grant was here a month ago. Yeah, I felt like a, the coolest thing I think about being here is like I've met so many cool people just because you're just, here. Yeah, just I've been here, and most people are really cool. You know, like one of the first people I met like a few years ago who I really looked up to coaching wise, Mike Tashare from mm-hmm. Reactive Training Systems. Yeah, and he's uh, a smart dude. He's a smart dude. He's really, really humble, really nice, and you know, I just got to like pick his brain for 10, yeah. 15 minutes. So it's real cool. Like, yeah. meeting people like that is, like, for me, one of the biggest benefits of being I get here. so excited of, like, how many relationships you make because of a barbell. Yeah. Just literally because of that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, totally. And I, I owe a lot to them in terms of, like, like I said, also, like I said, when I came out here, it was hard for me because I knew no one out here. Yeah. Literally no one. Like, I had one friend who lived in, yeah. uh, like, an Orange County-ish area. Like, Orange County. Yeah, and, like, he moved to New York <laughs> the oh, first year I was here. Far. So it was just me and my girl, and, like, she's from the East Coast, too. Yeah. You know, so, like, we was just, like, I was what just out she do here. For work? She actually works at uh, the Museum of Contemporary Art. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... You got both creatives and Yeah, artsy. definitely. Definitely, definitely. I mean, it, it's funny because, like, we work in such different environments. Yeah. <laughs> like the, does she live? She does, but not like, <laughs> not like that. You know what I mean? She does just for yeah. her general health, but yeah. she's not, like, super into it. But she... It's funny because... She's into it indirectly because I am. Like, yeah, my yeah. girlfriend my knows. Wife, my wife, too. Yeah, she's like, she'll be like, yo, I know, like, she's like, I know way too much about powerlifting and bodybuilding. I like, know, I know my all girl, the tropes. Like, I don't even tell her anything. She, like, she usually takes girls under her wing. <laughs> because, like, my wife is 5'1, 105 pounds, pregnant. Oh, damn. So she's okay. little, but she knows all the shit. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, she'll pick, because uh, she's less scarier than I am, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So people go, go to her. And they're like, oh, you can do this too. And she's like, yeah, just chilling. Nah, totally. My uh, girlfriend just be like, yo, that dude's form is trash, bro. Or like, we'll be watching like videos. She's like, that, that wasn't you're the hyped. And I'm you're like, like, yes. Yo, what if I, I don't even know. Created like, a fucking nah, monster. I, she, yeah, she's, she's extremely supportive of everything I do. So that's something that's I'm really tight. blessed and very happy uh, about. How, all right, so we're going to go a little bit. We talk a little bit of training. We might come back to training in a second. Yeah. Um, things that i like to talk about on here like i like to kind of teach or mm-hmm. learn on here for sure um so i like to ask a little bit more personal questions and one of them i will start up how do you go about balancing kind of work and life what do you what do you do for fun how do you like re-come back because everything that we do takes a lot of energy oh, yeah. and we give out a lot of energy so oh, yeah. i imagine i mean if you guys don't know we're smoked by the end of the day yeah tired yeah, yeah and the sure. days are split you got a morning shift and and, and an oh, evening yeah. shift uh, so, so how do you go about centering yourself? What are some tools and tricks that you kind of use? Whew, I mean, to be honest, this is something that I've, I honestly struggle with. Yeah, we're, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm also kind of a workaholic. Yeah. I'm a very, like, extreme person. I mean, we have to. You know? So, yeah, I feel like people who are, like, that mentality kind of lean towards this profession. But I think for me... Uh, well, for one, because I use my phone a lot, that's that's a huge thing. Is yeah. I really have to separate times when I use my phone and when yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think you do a good job. Like from when I'm talking to you, like oh, I'm, yeah. on my, I'm on my phone a lot, dude. Yeah. And my eyes just hurt. Oh yeah, I hate but I'm that like, feeling. yo, this is the fucking game. Yeah, like, like I'm trying to get to wherever I'm trying to get to, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know for me that's a huge thing just because I'm constantly with the online people looking at videos texting people emailing people calling people yeah. people and I, and also too like Instagram just using like 
people will send me stuff, you know, or, yeah. or message me through Instagram. So I'm like, all right, uh, I got to see what's up there. Um, but like, I do this thing with Instagram where like I delete the app <laughs> every day when I'm like, I thought that I'm was done. tight. I thought yeah. it was tight. I've done that in the past and then I think I need to get back to that. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I just find that. Yeah. I mean, Instagram, like it's, it can become a huge time waster. So, and because I do generally kind of use it for work also, like yeah. it's, but it takes up, it starts to just become like something you just naturally start just using for no reason. I, I definitely, like I, like I said, like when, like right now, I don't think I have the app on my phone because I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this with you. Yeah. I'm going to train. I don't want to be bothered by that. Yeah. I need to be focused on like my time. Yeah. Training is always a time too. Like that's my time. Like yeah. I, I try my best to like just try to train early in the morning before yeah. people can even get contact with me. So yeah. that way Cause, I'm, yeah, cause I'm as bothered. Yeah, because as soon as the doors you know? open... It's oh yeah over. it's hard um and then like on the weekend i take usually just one day for myself yeah. for me and my girlfriend just to really like to spend that time on my on my own um but to be honest with you like a big reason like why i like doing this is because like i'm so involved with my own training too you know so it's kind of like symbiotic where like it feeds my own training you know by constantly like working with people teaching people they're teaching me reminding yeah. me you know solidifying information or like helping me get new ideas and then also just like i train a lot so like i feel like to me that's that's kind of my time to be honest is training even though it's still related like yeah. it's two in one it's hard it's, to separate it's hard to separate it but yeah honestly like outside of the gym man i <laughs> try to do nothing honestly yeah sometimes it's, it's like that like i like to go hiking i'm like a huge like cinephile i love i love movies i yeah. love music to be honest a lot i went to a concert two nights ago yeah yeah that was interesting who's your favorite <laughs> artist right now depends because it's like see i'm that annoying person it's like oh it just depends because yeah i have so many well, different who'd you go who'd you go see so i want to see this group called city morgue which is like i don't even know how to describe they're kind of like i think they're like technically supposed to be like trap metal uh-huh but they're just kind of like really angry screamo rap yeah. group from from long island uh-huh. um but i listen to them in the gym so yeah. it was interesting going to see them at 10 30 at night yeah i'm tired as fuck just standing there yeah. and everybody's moshing i'm just like I got clients in the morning, bro. Going to concerts (laughs) is so hard for me because I'm so tired. Exactly. And I'm already sleepy, so I'm like, I'm trying to be in a good mood, but Mm -hmm. I'm low-key in a bad mood. (laughs) You know? Yeah, no. You're like, well, I'm not drinking. I'm like, I'm sober. I'm fucking tired. I'm like, I'm trying to appreciate it as best as I can. Uh, It's it's hard for me. Like, we went to go see uh, the game in Snoop Dogg in Irvine. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, I'm falling asleep. Do I need to take a yeah. nap? No, nah, <laughs> and the headliners don't go on till like late. That was me last night. They're like, "Yo, is everybody like who's tired? Are you guys tired?" Uh, yeah. I was like, "No, I am tired. <laughs> I have a job in the morning. <laughs> like, coming to the gym in the morning, you know, legit." Um, but yeah, I, I love music. That's like a huge part of my life, honestly. Like, I have headphones in almost all day. You know, almost yeah. all day. Does your head throb from being at the gym all day? Sometimes, dude. Sometimes I leave here and I'm like, "Yo," because. So we got neighbors in the back, so we can't. Yeah. Bump, we don't ever bump music. So when we come here, mm-hmm. it's like tired. We get some loud music. We're super close to to houses, yeah. So we got to be careful a lot of the time. So it's it's kind of freeing being like, yeah, all no, right, I can while out. It can be a lot to work. I think in this environment constantly, just because of like like you said, like that environment is what it's we're a known lot of for, energy. and it's like your sympathetic nervous system is running wild constantly. Yes, you know. So it's like for me, I'm like I was saying, like I have a hard time with that because i'm already on one most of the time so being in that environment i have to really take time to pull myself back into like that like zen mode almost when i get home yeah like i'm the complete opposite outside of the gym than like people see me in the gym oh i'm outside the gym i'm not talking 
Yeah, no, the gym. Just, <laughs> the, exactly. So. Whatever you want, babe. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, um, yeah. What uh? What are some of your? What's your some of your training philosophies? We'll start with that. What are some okay. of your training philosophies? What do? You, how do you view training? I view training like I was saying, like as a puzzle, uh, in the sense of like. Okay, we have these constituent parts. What's the best way to put them together to look at the whole, the bigger picture? You yeah. Know? Um, for me too, having like you said, having that personal experience of getting fucked up a lot because, <laughs> uh, like, because the thing is, I think like okay, they're like you know they're when it comes to training, especially strength training, especially strength sports, it's like you know there is some research, you know, like because I would definitely call myself an evidence based coach yeah i don't do everything based on like i'm not 100 percent one of those coaches like everything i have to do has to be like supported by like the latest meta-analysis but for me it's like i do try to like look at the research as much as i can uh and to what i have access to and make like educated decisions based off that but also in the past when i didn't have the academic background prior to college you know and even in college you know yeah like i i but i also fucked myself up a lot to be honest with you you know but i think sometimes sometimes though the coaches or trainers that are all science-based are never fully strong because they're not stupid enough to go down the deep end like sometimes you totally. gotta go down the fucking deep end dude no 100 it's gonna you hurt know? you want to hit another oh, pr for sure after you've been training for 10 years it's gonna fucking hurt yeah no most definitely um, so it pays to be a little i'm like yo no, it pays to be stupid i agree and i just feel like you have to be for me my biggest thing is i always try to have the attitude of like the uh what's the word Dave Tate talks about this a lot, but like that, like almost like a beginner's mindset. Mm-hmm. I never tried to, I've never gotten to the point where like, yo, I know 100% what's up, bro. Yeah. It's this way right here. Yeah. Like this shit right here, He's bro. Like, you know, that, like yeah. this, this is it, you know, 100%. I got it right here. Everything else, total bullshit, you know, but no. and this right here. And then I feel like when people start talking that way, I walk the completely opposite direction. No, I'm like, like, yo, like, you don't understand that like there's this whole gray area. Everything's contextual based. So that's the thing for me. Like I really try to look at everyone as an individual and be like, yo, what's the context of this person's life? their previous training their current goals all that stuff as opposed like i'm not tied to any ideology yeah. which i think what makes is probably my biggest strength people have told me is my biggest strength because you know i'm willing to try just about anything once myself to and see, to see, what, to happens. see what happens and then with other people like i'm willing to do unconventional things and i've had great success i think with that because i'm willing to think outside the box yeah. you know um and that's so that's a huge like uh like I think I, I think training. it's dope that uh, I think generally people are starting to move there. Like yeah. I get knocked on a lot because I fucking do CrossFit. Word for at sure a, at a base. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, if you look at my shit, like I'm not. That's not. I'm not married to that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like totally. I do a bunch of. I do. A, I do all of it. <laughs> Put strongman, yeah. we'll do strongman. Powerlifting, we'll do sh- yeah. powerlifting. We'll do gymnastics. You want to go on a run? What you got? Yeah. We'll, we will do it. No, totally. Um, how do you go about, do you do any sort of assessment? How do you gauge, um, what are the, what are the kind of like beginning steps you do with people? Uh, yeah, like I do do like beginner, or like I do do some like screens. I don't do like the FMS, you know, like what not do you necessarily. Think I think it's, I don't really have a strong opinion, like. I know some of my mentors have opinions about like it being not the best yeah. best thing. 
but for me, like, I, I, I basically just start people and start putting them through, like, basic movement patterns. Yeah. You know, like, I have a general warm-up that I'll do with people, like, a dynamic warm-up. Yeah. Well, like, first we'll start with some, like, general, like, mobility stuff. You yeah. know, like, the 90-90, like, uh, yeah, hip yeah. rotation thing. Then maybe I'll have someone do an overhead squat just so I can see, like, yo, where's your shoulder mobility yeah. at? Where's your balance stability? I imagine. You know? As soon as they walk in, though, you can see. Oh, yeah, for you're sure. Like, you just start already, to know, I you know? know where you're at. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, I just need to see someone move around a little bit, you yeah. know? Um, and that's, that's generally where I go. It's just, you know, just doing those basic movements, you know, like goblet squat, a box squat, um, some sort of like pressing, just seeing like, and really it, it varies. Cause I have clients who like are extremely physically gifted, uh, and like, they just have great, like proprioceptive awareness, yeah. you know, like they know how to move their body. Yeah. And I have other people who've like literally never moved in their life. Yeah. I view know? that like as, uh, the people that are good movers as, I'm mostly giving you, trying to give you that mental edge, mm-hmm. right? Because you're already a good mover. You're sometimes even better mover than I am. Yeah. And then two, uh, stress management. Mm-hmm. When to push and when to pull. 100%. Right? Yeah, totally. And then the other one is just like I view it as general base anyway. Mm-hmm. I need you to do all the things because you're at a very beginner stage. Yeah. And I think with uh, what with what you said... You're probably going to fail the FMS anyway because you don't have any of these things anyway. So there's no point. Yeah. So let's start training. Yeah, exactly. And then you're going to gain all these things regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Yeah, I don't really think it does anything. I think maybe because back in the day you're trying to sell training packages. So you have to be like, oh, well, and now your mobility is at a 30 degree angle. And you're like, shut the fuck up. But can you run through a wall? No. Yeah. Okay. Like get out of here yeah um but okay so outside of training um are there core values that you live by that you try to coach from um like for example i i do i teach through like developing discipline mm-hmm. uh developing a good judgment of character mm-hmm. uh and then kind of like a winning championship mindset is there some any things that you kind of use to do your mental side of coaching uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm More really, style. yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I'm, I'm huge on just, just having people recognize just at a base level that there is that mental component, you know, cause everybody yeah. knows this. Everyone I feel like who coaches like knows that the mental component is real important, but I think a lot of people like, yo, what do you do for it? Like, oh, nothing, you know? And it's like, how, if it's just so important, you don't do anything. Yeah. So for me, I think one of the, I'm like huge on like visual visualization and meditation, yeah. actually. I don't know if that's necessarily a value, yeah. but it's more of a practice that I, I preach to all my clients, yeah. especially people competing. How, how or what style of meditation do you do? I guess I wouldn't necessarily say it was like a specific style of meditation, but just like real intense visualization drills, you know? Okay. Like most people who I have competing for me, I ask them to do at least five minutes of like concentrated thinking and visualization on the lifts that they want to hit, you know, at their yeah. meet, you know, like every day that they train. Um, so that's like one big thing. I guess the other biggest thing is just like teaching resilience, like, and I guess too, like I want to put people in physical situations that kind of cause those psychological situations, you know? Yeah. So like for me, like a lot of training is about building resilience, you know, yeah. so putting you in those situations like, yo, this is really hard. Like this, this is really shitty, suck, you know, and like, I need you to die. <laughs> and like, yeah, like, and I, I just need you to just keep pushing, you know, cause I want you to get to that point where you want to break, but you realize that like. You always have a little bit more. You can keep pushing, you know? And um, really, that's the only way you're going to get stronger because you need to stress that system. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's, that's, I mean, that's why it's like, you know, I love having these like deep scientific conversations, but at the end of the day, it's like, that's why people who don't know shit make a lot of project because if project 
uh, progress because like you know if you train hard like that's your core values i'm just gonna train hard as fuck like that's probably not the smartest but yeah. you're gonna make some fucking progress yeah you know you're gonna get pretty far just on like being a workhorse um but yeah what um all right so moving kind of more on a daily basis do you have a morning routine is there some sort of routine type day or is it all wild I wouldn't say it's wild. I mean, I start most of my days with training. What time do you train? I usually try to get to the gym by 7, sometimes uh-huh. earlier. But I usually, I, like you said, with the split shifts, a lot of times I'm here till like, 8. Like, I'm here till 8 tonight. Yeah. So, like, I do try to prioritize my sleep. Like, I, I found that I can't train how I want to without a certain amount of sleep. So, <laughs> I can't get up at, like, 4 yeah. a lot of the times unless I go to bed literally at, like, 7 yeah. <laughs> the, the night before. Uh, but, yeah, like, the morning is my time for training. Um, and outside of that, like, I don't really have a, like a serious ritual to be honest, you know? Um, yeah, not really. When it comes is to there that. a current message that you're sharing? Is there something that you've recently encountered that you're a stickler for right now? In fitness or outside of fitness or is it all around? Uh, all over the place, anywhere. Mm, can you give me an example? Um, okay, so my very aggressive example for me right now okay. is... Uh, kind of judging my friendship relationships, mm-hmm. meaning that like if you're whack, I'm not gonna give you my time of day. Like if you're not performing in your life, yeah, I, I, you, I, I don't value you, and mm-hmm. you're a waste of my time. For sure. Um, and I kind of have been pushing and having harder, harder conversations. I'm like, yo, man, don't try to be my friend because you maybe think I'm cool or I sit in a, a certain position or any sort of way be my friend because you either want to learn from me or you have something to give me because I'm going to fucking give you my all. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have time. I li- literally don't have time. You don't have time yeah. uh, to to waste. Like, every day fucking counts. And for us, we live hour by hour because of how clients are, are structured. Yeah. So our hours are really structured. And if I'm taking any time away from work, it... Uh, it's also taking away time from my family. Mm-hmm. Low-key, I'd rather be spending time with my family. Like, this, I've been kind of wanting to have because yeah, I, yeah. I see you. Yeah, for You know sure. what I mean? Um, that's that's some, some shit that I'm currently on. Word. That's on some more address. I don't know if you have anything. No, I mean, uh, I, mean I, I can kind of piggyback off that and I guess something else, too. Like, going off that, for sure, for me, like, I've always had this attitude. And there are definitely some events. I don't know if I want to talk about it on here, <laughs> per no. se. But I'll tell you about it. Uh, but there was there was there was a, there was one particular moment in my life that led to a lot of other moments uh, of realizing like yo you don't have a limited amount of time on this planet or you have a you limited have, yeah, amount yeah. of time you know like it, it, like Kobe passing you know you. yeah like there like, is fuck. an expiration date you know and you don't really know when it's at you know yeah and when I realized like re- like really seriously deeply like yo like life is like very very sacred and like. Because there's an expiration date, I, like, in the same thing, bro, like, I don't have time for, like, any bullshit. any bullshit, bro, you know? Like, if this is not something that's improving my life in some way, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm out, bro. Like, I'm not with it. So, like, yeah, I totally get that. I guess outside of that, too, for me, a big thing, like, like I've been trying to work on is just, uh, I guess, setting, so, like, social boundaries. Yeah. You know? Because I, I tend to be an extreme person, so I have two sides. Yeah. Like, I'm going to cut you side, or, yeah. like, I'm going to be so nice and polite, like, it's almost painful. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to find that balance, because, yeah. like, you know, like, 
I wasn't a, a very social person when I started this, but my, my social skills and soft skills have gotten a lot better, you know? <laughs> but at the same time, I find myself leaning to the other direction where I'm like, I need to learn to say no with people because yeah. I have a tendency to, especially in this space, like, I don't know, like, yeah, sometimes I just let, I let a lot of stuff get, a, like, like happen that I'm like, this is not benefiting me. This is making my life harder, but I, I want to, like, I want to help people and I want to be nice, but a lot of times I'm like, yo, you need to set some boundaries. It's not being an asshole yeah. to say no or to be like, yo, I need you to like take five yeah. steps back, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Do people come at you because you work here? Like here? Yeah. Or not in general? Really? No, not necessarily. I just, not not in any negative type of way, really. But like wanting things from you? Uh, I, I guess so, but not, I think less than you'd expect just because... I don't have, like, the fame related with, yeah. like, this place that, like, Bart and some of, like, yeah. the other senior members have, you know? So, like, I kind of, and I like that. Yeah. That, like, when I tell people they work there, like, oh, shit, you work there? I'm like, yeah, I do, you know? Like, yeah. I actually work, like, I coach there. So, like, uh, I think, yeah, not not really. Just more so people just, like, I think kind of, like, sucking my energy, you know? Just oh, yeah, stealing, yeah, like, yeah, my, yeah. my emo- emotional, <laughs> physical energy, yeah. you know? And I find that I can, I'm, like, very bad with like being like yo bro i need to like take some time you know or like i need you to like step back what uh what are you currently practicing in training or in life i know you said kind of uh finding balance um Mm. is there anything else that you are trying to get better at uh i mean i don't know how deep you want to get into this but i'm definitely trying to like work on taking better care of my mental health yeah (laughs) yeah for real so okay so that's something I've been more in, more interested in, yeah. uh, and I've been more interested in it because of my son. So this is like things that I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you do for it? Uh, well, I've recently started thinking of a therapist. So mm-hmm. like that's something that I literally like very plainly am doing. Uh, uh, if it's not too, who who do you usually go to? Uh, do you talk to coworkers, girls? Cause, so, like my my example is the, yeah. the, the guys that I live with uh, have helped me be able to talk to other guys. I know, I know that's weird. No, no, no it's but, not. You know, it's not. you know what I mean. Like, because I, I, I've you I've, grow up like hood or uh, you like yeah, yeah. scared. So I'm like, yo, man, you can't show any weakness. Yeah. But I think now reached a different maturity in life to where. You know, if we talk, I'm not going to see you any less. Yeah. You're not a, a person who's below me. For sure. For um, sure. There's a, a level of understanding. Like, yo, I'm talking to you because I see eye to eye with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for me, my crew that we live with has been that help. And I've noticed, like, oh, shit, I'm providing that as well. Yeah. And I'm providing that for for younger cats, for younger kids around me. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else besides talking to a therapist that helps? Um man this or that could be it right no no i mean that's something that's very new to me to be honest like it is weird i i I don't know for me i i mean i have so like me and my girlfriend are very close like it's not one of those things like i she knows all about my mental health struggles yeah i know about hers but at the same time it's like i don't want to overly burden her with that you know i don't and i because i know also just like the way like the dynamic is like I've always been the one who struggled more with that, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't want it to become a huge theme. That's kind of one of the biggest inspirations for me going to a therapist. Like I don't want this to become a huge theme in my life. Yeah, you know, I want to get to the point where like, uh, like everything's under control and I have I I can like manage everything on my own and like I feel good mentally. Um, but 
I think for me, like, I'm real interested in anxiety and the causes mm. and a lot more the, like, ideas behind the psychology than the psychiatry and the physiology, personally. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really as interested in, oh, like, you have a chemical imbalance of dopamine, that's why you're depressed, or blah, blah, blah. I'm more interested in, like, you know, what was it in your childhood that fucked you up, really, yeah. that you don't want to confront, that yeah. makes you act the way you do now, you yeah. know? And for me, again, there's also some experiences I've had that really kind of let me find those like kind of delve deep into those things but for me i just find self-reflection is like key i feel like a lot of people don't think about why they do what they do yeah because you don't do anything without some sort of reason you know yeah it's like people always say like no thought is original and i yeah. feel like that's so true and it goes for your actions too like your actions are all influenced by previous actions yeah that make you the person you are now you know and then your nervous system solidifies them and makes them normal yeah and like for me it was like okay like what like what traumas or like what things have I experienced that make me like super anxious? Like why am I always anxious? Like why am I a workaholic? Like yeah. That's something I realized. Like why can't I sit still? And what, like why what, am I what uncomfortable? Did you come up with? I mean, I think for me it's just like like kinda like you said, like when you kinda have a difficult upbringing, it's like, yo, I don't have time to sit still. I don't I don't have time. Like, I, I have die. to work harder. Like I, I need die. yeah, I need to work harder than everyone, you know? Yeah. Like if I'm sitting still, I'm not being productive. I'm not being productive, I'm not working hard. If I'm not working hard, like I'm going to die. Like like there like I don't know what's gonna you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. So like cause I noticed recently like I was like, all right, what are the, like, when I get really anxious, because I had, like, a few panic attacks recently, like, in the past, like, two years, where I, and I didn't even know what it was. People are like, you didn't go to the hospital? I'm like, no, I, th- I thought I was dying, but I wasn't going to go to the hospital. That's a perfect example of, yeah. like, just not even taking care of myself to be like, yo, like, I'm just going to ride this out because I can, you know what I yeah. mean? And also just understanding, too, that, like, it takes some mental strength to be like, yo, I'm not okay. Yeah. And not just being like, yo, like, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, you're not all right, bro. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not okay. Um yeah i just uh i don't know if this helps but i i posted this the other day of because i was feeling i would say pretty stressed and anxiety over some tasks that i like just trying to bit avoid mm-hmm. and i was like fuck man how do i because i do a lot of self-reflection and I, I like my quiet time i like to think of myself sometimes i'll sit in my truck and just like have thoughts and try to break it down like yeah. how do i fucking get over this this is fucking annoying because I can't bring that home with me. Like, that's not fair yeah, to everyone else. Exactly. Especially my son. Uh, and the, thing, the the way I went about it is like, oh, all right, fuck it. I need to put these things top of my list. Mm-hmm. They're number one priority tomorrow. And they have to get done. And what, what I started to know notice is by doing that, doing the difficult thing, uh, I would get better at doing those things difficult things oh for so sure. like i started treating it like training mm-hmm. you get you get better at five by fives and you're like fuck man you don't dread five by fives as yeah. much yeah, you still yeah, yeah. dread it but when you see that you're like fuck dude i'm gonna die i'm gonna be fucking sore no, this totally. is gonna hurt yeah uh i started switching my mindset of like how do i tack it oh how do sure. i make it black and white yeah. and it's kind of helped me like dude i don't have that on my on my chest anymore i'm mm-hmm. i'm free now to just bro out and have fun and kind of be myself. That's tight. That yeah, makes thanks, sense. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Um, how do you go about getting feedback in your life? Or how do you analyze, am I doing good or not? <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, a good, that's a good question. Um... In just my life or with, like, training? Either way. I mean, I guess for training, like, 
I, I mean, I'm pretty blunt with my clients. I'm just like, like, if I get a new client, like, I'm asking them, like, on that first week, like, yo, how was this first week? Yeah. Like, what do you think I could have done better? Like, yeah. am I not communicating with you well? Like, is there a better way I could try to get information across with you? Um, so with that, I, I try to just literally get feedback from people automatically in terms of, like, and I think it's honestly obvious, you know? It's like, your job as a coach, I think, is to get people to where they want to be. Like, are they getting there or not, you know? So yeah. for me, it's like, if I have people who are like getting where they want to be, I'm like, all right, I'm doing, I'm doing Chilling. pretty good. I'm getting there. I'm get, I'm doing what I was hired to do, yeah, and what I wanted to do. Um, but in my own life, that's 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 a crazy question because I don't. Really, I mean, for me, I guess I just base it off like where I came from. You know, like am yeah. I doing a little bit better than like? I mean, yeah, for me, that's always been the standard. Is like, yo, how did I grow up? And like, am I still living that way? You know, yeah. like. Am I still living check to check? Like, am I still, like, concerned that, like, I'm not going to know, like, where I'm going to be eating tonight? I'm not going to know, like, where I'm going to be staying tonight, Yeah, you know? And for me, like, and I think for a while I kind of realized, like, yo, for me, just being your normal average person to me was, like, a success. Like, I made it. Yeah, I can pay my bills. Oh, I made it, bro. This is it. This is it. And now that I've become a little bit more comfortable... I was like, oh, wait, no, there's this, I could, I could try it for a little bit more, yeah. you know? And not that I'm, like, trying to, like, limit myself, but for me, I think a lot of people don't get it, you know, coming from a certain place that, like, I don't want to say the bar was set low or my expectations were low, but, like, I mean, a good one example for me, and this is a financial example, but, like, when, I'm, when I figured out I made more money than my mom, I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. all right. I'm doing all right, yeah. you know, and that's not that's not a large number at all. Yeah. But it was Dude, like that's I, crazy I, just to think about, you know. And it trips me the fuck out. out. I'm like, parents, how the fuck did you make it? Yo, yeah, that's right. It. I'm that's like, mom, I'm like, what? Yeah, I yeah. Need, now I feel responsible. No, for sure. Uh, I, um, yeah, that's a trip. And so, but then you're, then you're like, well, my parents made it, and they showed me, like, uh, growing up, they don't really show you that. Oh, for sure. You know, and then you realize it, and then you're like, damn, you. Thank you. I love you. Yeah, no, you most fucking definitely. crushed it. Yeah, uh, I think the other thing too is just like, where am I at mentally? You know, like I find generally when I'm in a good place mentally, I'm doing okay overall. You know. Yeah. Um. So that's that's uh, the biggest thing I think for me. Like do I, when I judge, like how's everything going in my life? Is like, yo, how do I feel psychologically? Yeah. Am I doing all right? Do I feel like can? Do I feel content? Like, do I feel like? Yeah, am I just like, am I every day? Do I get up and I'm like, yo, I'm looking forward to this day. I can't wait to crush it. Uh, like, I'm I'm living the life that I want to live. Like when I have those days, I'm like, yo, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. That's like I, I'm I'm under I'm 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 on the path that like I don't want to say I was destined for, but I'm on the path that I think uh, is you're best for right me. Path. You know, I'm on yeah. the right path. So and you're around a bunch of fucking inspiring people. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, you're like, yo, man, I had no choice. I better keep up. Yeah, no, for sure. That definitely, <laughs> I think that definitely helps. You know, like that was another reason why I needed to get out of that other gym because, you know, they say like when you're the strongest person in the gym, it's time to leave. You know, yeah. and that was the case. It was like, yo, like, like I can't really, not that I couldn't learn, but it was like I need people to push me yeah. to make myself. And I met a lot of coaches too that pushed me here, just mentally and like on yeah. a more, like. I don't know, about my thought process, you know, to grow too, yeah. as opposed to just also, like, my training physically. What are you currently training for? I, know, I saw you do a strongman thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I did a strongman did. thing last year. Uh, I did a meet in December. I'm going to do another meet, I haven't really told anyone, in June, or uh-huh. May 31st. But I'm going to fly back home to the East Coast yeah. to do it. Um, so that's currently what I'm training for. But I haven't started, like, my prep for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because my biggest goal... 
uh, like after the reason I did the strongman was to like kind of mentally give myself a break from powerlifting. powerlifting. And it's not even that like I've been powerlifting for years and years and years. It was just that it's taxing. It's taxing, and I have been lifting for a while. And I had been. I've always had the idea that like I want. I'm going to powerlift. Like that's what I'm doing this yeah. for. I'm not just lifting for fun. Like I no. want to get on. Uh, like on a platform and compete so I think like I've been so obsessed with like those numbers that I want to hit me too um, I want my goal I just want to be ranked <laughs> I don't care what hard. the fuck a ranking hard. is I just want to be goddamn ranked that's just like the first that. you know like yeah, no totally I mean as, that's an, how as a strength coach you're like yo man if I'm unranked this is my own this is the story that no, I, I think tell myself. I I'm a nobody no I, I totally agree, until bro. I'm ranked I'm like yo I, I'm in the game but like what ranking though like well for my weight class but like like top 10 top 100 i'll like, take top 100 <laughs> yeah see that's I, I, I agree and but like but then it's also like all right but in what federation and the state and the country and the world that's where i'm oh, at yeah, too yeah, like yeah because i uh like yeah but i have, I have the same mentality because it's weird because i kind of got into like coaching people for this like but then there's your passion and hobby of it exactly you know, you know? like uh, my core, like people are like, whoa, well, how come you don't run? Like, I already done the marathon thing. I already broke fucking running records. Like, yeah, yeah for I sure. want to do the strength side. Mm-hmm. It takes so long. Yeah. Like the heart, though. You're in the fucking trenches for years before you're on the map. Yeah. Like people, no offense to either of us, people look at our lifts and they're like, oh shit, you're strong. And you're like, no, nah, dude, bro. you I have even no lift. idea. I, I've never even lifted. I'm, like. I'm as strong as a 125 girl in Ohio. <laughs> like, those leaderboards are nuts. Like, yeah. I just went to Westside. Oh, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The 181's there, 1,000-pound lifts. Yeah, that's crazy. They don't play. The yeah. girls kick our ass. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, but like, that's, that's a goal of mine, right? Yeah. Like, I... It's a long trip away, but you just keep keep grinding. I yeah, uh, I'm excited. I, my next powerlifter meet is here. So, Are you the barbell meet? Yeah, so oh, nice. we'll see. Nice. We'll see what fucking happens. <laughs> That's gonna be. I, I, that was that was actually the first meet that I did like four years ago. Oh really? Yeah, it was here, and I didn't know a goddamn thing about powerlifting. Oh. Uh, in terms of the actual competition, so like mm-hmm. I feel like what makes what my strengths are as a coach is like I have a very holistic understanding of of, of coaching. Yeah. You know, just in general, and then it's just applying that knowledge to whatever the thing is someone wants to do. Yeah. You know, but when I first came into powerlifting, like the nuances of like doing a meet, like I didn't I didn't wear knee sleeves back in the day. Yeah. Honestly, because knee sleeves were popular back in 2012. Yeah. I was just. Either you wore wraps or you didn't wear knee sleeves, yeah. you know? And then, like, I didn't know what kilo plates were. Dude, like, we I didn't know what a deadlift that. bar was. We fucking... <laughs> we were using bumper plates oh, before yeah. <laughs> shit. Then we put on steel plates and then the uh, a squat bar. And we're like, what, what the this fuck? Yeah. Our opener, we couldn't barely make our openers. <laughs> what is this shit? Yeah. So then I went back. I'm like, hey, we need steelies. We, I need this bar. Yep. I need a deadlift bar. I need all these bars. And now, like, the next step is, like, oh, I need comp plates because comp plates feel even different mm-hmm. than just regular steel plates. Bro, uh, yes. And we were just laughing. Uh, we came here, and the first time we were using a deadlift bar to squat, and someone came up to us and, hey, man, <laughs> oh, you should use this bar. Uh, <laughs> so we, we've done all that shit because my, my first strength training was CrossFit, and we mm. have, like, economy bars, yeah. just universal bars. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you're like, oh, there's different types of bars? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. know all the movements, but it feels way different. It's the, a different ball, the, ball game. the malleability of the bar, the length of the mm-hmm. bar, how hard the, the bar is, the, bar. the knurling on the bar. Yeah, no, totally. It's fucking 
Yeah, no, way I, I, I realized I had fucked up in my first meet when, like, I, I was still pretty strong, like, at the time. I was pulling, like, I pulled 635 in, in a conventional, at a regular gym on a regular bar with iron or with hex plates. Oh my so I was like, oh, bro, I'm going to pull 650 at the meet. Yeah. Let's go. Pulled up, <laughs> loading the weight, get to 500 with kilo plates on the like, other bar. And I was like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. And I ended up, like, I, still, I think I still pulled, like, 593. Yeah. But it was, like, that was, like, really, like, kind of showed me, like, yo, there's a, There's whole a different lot level to, to learn. This. A lot to learn. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Hold on. They're pretty good, though. Uh, I th- I got credited to just playing soccer. Like, mm-hmm. just large amount of volume on my legs. And then I got hurt. And then I, all I did was bench for the longest time. Oh, and then my bench blew up. Because all my CNS, everything was just for that purpose for sure <laughs> and it doesn't beat you up as much as like deadlifting so i was like yeah shot right, up let's... yeah because your bench was good you bench like what 330 at the expo 355 oh damn yeah yeah that's, i've that's done solid. 375 not touching y'all this is before damn. with rubber pl- bumper plates but, but i'm trying to it used to seem like 400 was impossible yeah but i can i think i, I can hit 400 on a slingshot um that's still good though but before it was like 400 in your hands? Are you fucking kidding me? There's no way I would die. Now it's like, yeah. now it's a matter of time. Then you start realizing it's a matter of time. Oh, for sure. You're like, oh, I got that. Not nah, right now, totally. but I got that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's kind of like the breakthrough I had recently with my bench. Because for a You've while. You've been benching a while. Or oh, you've been benching I, more often right now, huh? I just was fucked up, to be honest. Like, I hurt my shoulders slash pecs multiple times in the past few years. So it all started when I slipped off a bench at the YMCA back home. Really? I literally fell off the bench, benching 315 by myself. And that was really bad. And I fucked up my rotator cuff. So, like, I literally slid off the bench and, like, one arm extended and the other one just kind of, like... Okay, so what happened is one arm completely extended, the other arm hit the rack, and I got stuck under, the under the, like, the pin. And so, so I, I... Yeah, so I, I... That whole movement, I don't even know what happened, but I was just, like, this. And then, like, I fucked up my rotator cuff. So that was the first thing. And then... I got into the really bad car accident less than two months later. Nice. So that fucked up even my shoulder and neck even more. And then, I don't know, I, I kind of stopped. Tra- I didn't stop training, but I stopped, like, doing powerlifting focus training. I was like, I'm going to just do what I can. Yeah. I was doing, like, lots of sleds, lots yeah. of plyos. But then you learn a lot. You know? Oh, I learned so much. Like Every I, time I get hurt, you know? I was like, all right, let me learn some shit. No, totally. Like, I was just talking to a client right now, and I'm like, bro, like... Something that I've told him multiple times, he ended up hurting himself. And he's like, yo, you've told me so many times. And I'm like... Bro, honestly, like, it just may seem like a struggle right now, but, like, this is probably a blessing in disguise. One, because if you did this with, like, 600 pounds, you might really have fucked up your shit and be out yeah. for a very long time. And two, I feel like injuries either make you or they break you. You know, yeah. it's like, or they either they either teach you something or they break you. Yeah, like, I, don't Yo, get pissed you know? I don't get too pissed off at injuries anymore. You're like, no, well, either. you know, I know what to do. I know GPP, the process. I gotta, I'll raise my other shit up. Exactly, you know, like, so. Because otherwise I would not, I would stick to what I want to do. Oh, 100%. So <laughs> that's where I was at. Um, but yeah, so like, I, then I strained my pec and then all this shit. So, but this, this year I kind of, I, I really was the biggest thing that I did was just change my mental mind. My, I had to change my mindset going mm-hmm. into it. Because I had like, for such a long time, just create this thought, these thoughts because of so many like injuries that like, yo, like you're never going to, your bench is never going to get better. Your bench is stuck here. Yeah. Your bench is trash. You suck at benching. So you're what'd weak. you change? 
I just changed literally my mindset. Like I train, I changed the self-talk in my head. Yeah. You know, like I really tried to go into the gym either with only positive like ideas about benching or I just would not think about anything. Like you'll only think about your cues. Don't think about anything. You know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't, I wouldn't try to get amped. I wouldn't try to like think I would just clear my mind and just go into that shit. Like as clear headed as possible. Just like, all right, these are the cues you need to think about. Think about these two cues, you know? Yeah. And that, or I would just go and like, yo, you're the shit. Like benching oh, is easy. I, that's like, the route nothing, that I bro. go, and I yeah. go. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm just gonna have fun today. Yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna have fun. Yeah. I'm gonna bro out. Whatever I put up is what I got today anyway. Yep. Uh, yeah. Because then sometimes I, I especially start talking to myself as I get closer to meets. You're like you're a piece of shit. You're a yeah. piece of shit. You're not gonna hit it. You're such a bitch. You're not gonna hit it. And then you're like, you can't be thinking like that, man. You yeah. No, like, totally. no, I got this. I'm, I'm gonna that's, put that number up. That's and you see it. all those reds, and you're like, it's oh, <laughs> a lot of red plates. Huh? Yo, legit. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Fire round a little bit of fun. What is uh? What is your favorite word? Uh, apparently. <laughs> Who's your favorite artist? Right now. Uh, damn, that's so hard. Musical artist? Yeah. I don't know any other artists. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn, damn, that's such a hard question. Uh, my favorite artist... Damn, sorry, I'm not making this fire around. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to say this group, Crombin, is my favorite artist. What genre is that? Like, I don't even know. It's like weird <laughs> acoustics are from Texas. Uh-huh. Like I said, it's the opposite of what I listen to in the gym. It's, oh, really? It's, it's just harmonizing and guitars and no talking because I don't want to hear lyrics about anything. I just want to listen to, like, music. Oh. Uh, it's kind of like rock. It's definitely rock, but, like, definitely, like, play funk. You instruments? Uh, not anymore. I used to play violin and piano. Oh, tight. Yeah. I want my son to play piano. I'm like, yo, man, you can be a dope producer. <laughs> yo, literally. That's honestly kind of a, like, another life job I would right? probably have, yeah, for uh, sure. What is your favorite holiday? Halloween. What profession other than your own would you give a shot? Uh, definitely music, uh, or chef. Oh, chef is a good one. Yeah. I would, I... I go between rapper and uh, comedic. Oh, where? Okay, <laughs> like for comedy, sure. like for if sure. you get stunt on stage, yeah, yeah, just standing there is like fire. I think. Yeah, no, definitely. It's like an art. And it's like no, dance. especially the old sure. guys that just stand there and they don't do all the dancing. Yeah, and they just spit shit. I'm like, yo, I think that's the funniest rapper or shit. Comedian. The comedian. Comedian. comedian word. Um, what is your favorite app? Uh. My fitness pal. <laughs> Almost like me. What thing would said. your rapper name be? Oh man. Uh, fuck. What would my rapper name be? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. Probably like people always call me like my name is Merklin, so uh-huh. people always like Merk. play in the Merk. Yeah, like probably Little Merk or something. Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, where do where can people find you? Physically come to Barbell Brigade. Yeah, Fucking here, show up. Let's go. Yeah. Um, online. I think it's just your name, right? Yeah, it's just my name. Stanley Merk. Uh, Stanley Merk Lind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a website? Yeah, my website is just stanleymerklin.com. It's my name. Tight. Yeah. Well, thank you. Appreciate. Yeah, of We've been trying to be doing this uh, for a bit. We'll get some accessory work in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, uh, I'm gonna I'm try my best. It's, it's raining outside. Uh, if you're listening, make sure to check out the Deuce Gym blog, strength202.com. Thanks again, dude. Bye.